Welcome to the Running After 40 podcast, the podcast about all things related to running at 40 and beyond, produced by www.runningwithgrit.com. We help you stay physically healthy and emotionally strong at any running pace. I'm Sarah, your host, and a wife, a full-time working mom with three kids, three dogs, and a lifetime passion for running. Whether you are a veteran runner looking to maximize your times as a master runner or a brand new jogger starting in your 40s, 50s, or any age, this podcast will be there for your journey. I want to share stories, secrets, and strategies for success. This includes mistakes and lessons learned, all related to running past age 40. Let's hit the play button together and hit the roads as runners with grit after age 40. Hey guys, welcome to episode 59 of the Running After Age 40 podcast. Uh, I heard recently about the difference between discipline and motivation. And so I thought it was time to do a quick episode on eight ways to improve your discipline with respect to running after the age of 40. So uh, I think it's an interesting ideal, and a lot of the people that listen to this podcast are so self-motivated, so disciplined, but I think we can all look at certain aspects of our life and figure out, you know, little areas where we can improve, and that's what this episode is all about. So discipline, when you look at it, it's the ability to move forward with your goals, regardless of how you feel physically or emotionally. So when you think about motivated, like motivation, we all talk about like, I'm just don't feel motivated today. But if you're disciplined, you do the things anyway. So it's really more important to be disciplined than it is motivated because we all know we're not going to be motivated to get out there and run when it's chilly or when it's raining or when honestly, we just don't feel like it. Or maybe we didn't get the best night's sleep. You know, you can relate to all these things that's happened to you. So we that, that's where discipline comes in because again, you just put your shoes on and you go anyway. You come back in and you do your core exercises because that's just what you do because it's part of your routine. Uh, so the first way to really focus on discipline is to design the environment around you. Uh, and if you look at research, the people with the highest self-discipline are tempted the least. So it's not necessarily that you're born with this amazing self-discipline and you never have any temptations, but you just take those triggers away. So what are your triggers as far as your healthy lifestyle goes? Is it junk food? Is it alcohol? Uh, what is standing in your way of like you getting to where you want to be? And you need to make a list of those triggers and then get rid of them. Uh, you know, because really, like you just want to have as the least temptation as possible uh, in order to have the most discipline. So whatever's standing in your way of getting your workouts done, you know, if it's because you're staying up too late with Netflix, then, you know, you need to have a set time where you put your thing, your iPad on the charger or you shut the TV off and you log out, you know, of Netflix or whatever it might be. Or again, you don't have alcohol in the house of the kind that you really like, or you just buy a tiny bottle because you can only have, you know, that way you only have one drink, whatever it might be. If you like to have a little bit of a sweet treat, then buy the individual packages instead of the big one. But again, taking away the trigger, design the environment around you the way that you can be uh, incentivized to have a healthy lifestyle. So figure out what your triggers are and take them away. Uh, number two, 
and this is a reason all in itself is I'm just going to say it like delete social media from your phone unless you have to have it on there like one big way to increase discipline is going to be to get time back to do more of the things that you should be doing uh, and right now I've got it back on my phone and I'm going to delete it again because I was getting so much more done having more time to stretch all that kind of stuff when it was off of there. So just the endless scrolling, you'd be surprised at how many minutes, how many hours that takes. Um, and, you know, Jim Rohn said, discipline is the bridge between goals and accomplishments. And if you've got big goals and you want to accomplish them, you can't have things like social media standing in your way. So you've got to take those things away. You know, maybe keep it on your laptop so that you can keep in touch with, you know, people and see what's going on. But you don't have to have it right in the touch of your fingertips. Uh, and it's just a good way to fit in more time for running because that's what it's all about, right? We all have the same 24 hours a day. And, you know, the excuse is a lot of times I don't have time. But if you think about what discipline is, it's using those 24 hours, you know, in the best way. It doesn't mean you can't have any fun. doesn't mean you can't relax. But it just means making sure that you fit in your workout. Uh, number three is going to be breaking each workout into little ones. So uh, that means that if you don't feel super motivated, disciplined people do small things anyway. <clears throat> it might not make sense when I'm saying like to be disciplined and now I'm saying break each workout into little ones. I, I mean more so in your mind. So I think we've probably all heard like, you know, if you don't feel like motivated to go run, you know, just think about going to run one mile. But the reason that you hear that so frequently is it really does work. You can trick your brain and be like, I'm just going to go out for 10 minutes. I'm just going to go, you know, walk run for 10 minutes. And then by the time that 10 minutes up, you usually feel pretty good. Your body's moving a little bit and now you can keep going. So breaking it up in your head is a really good way to not get overwhelmed and also just to, it, it makes you more disciplined because your body and your brain are more apt to do small things. So again, like even with food, you know, just choose one fruit instead of a dessert, you know, one time a week, whatever it might be, just make tiny little things uh, and break it into small things because the small things add up to the big things. Uh, number four for discipline is don't let your feelings and your impulses dictate your choice to go run. So I think this is my favorite. I should have made it number one because like if you let your feelings and your impulses, like what you feel like doing when the alarm goes off in the morning or when you get off work at night, then you're probably not going to work out. So you doesn't mean that you can't have feelings and that you can't have emotions, but it means that you don't let them dictate your behaviors. You feel it and then you like you do something about it. So yeah, you might feel super super tired, you acknowledge that, and you do it anyway. And then you figure out, okay, I'm going to go to bed earlier tonight, whatever it might be. Most of the time, like if you feel really tired, it's probably just because obviously you just got up and most people don't just wake up, spring out of bed. My dogs do, but like, you know, ready to work out. Like that's just not the way it goes. Um, but what's really important in here is to not feel like you're a bad person because you have these feelings. So like not wanting to work out or having the desire just to stay in bed is not a bad thing. That doesn't mean you don't have discipline. Like if you get up and do it anyway and you keep the promises to yourself, like that's how you start to build it. 
Uh, and that's how you start building self-discipline. But if you if you stick there, if you're like one of those people that just constantly says, I just don't feel motivated, I'm just not the disciplined. I'm not disciplined enough to be a runner. I'm not disciplined enough to go to the gym. Like that's what's going to happen to you. And we all have ups and downs. We have good and bad weeks. Like there's some weeks where, yeah, you just didn't get to the gym. Like that doesn't mean you're not disciplined. It just means you had a couple off days. So I think it's really important, like, to not let the feelings and impulses detect, di- dictate your choices, but to also acknowledge that just because you have a few off days doesn't mean you're not disciplined, so don't say that you aren't. Like, start to treat yourself and act like you're a dis- disciplined person, because just because you're, you're listening to this podcast, obviously you want to do better, you want to do cool things, you want to be fit, uh, so I'm going to say you're disciplined. Okay. Uh, number five is to do your exercise at the same time every day. So rituals matter. Like I was reading something recently. I was talking about brushing your teeth. Like you're going to brush your teeth, right? That's a ritual you're going to do. So like if you treat your workout like that, it's something you're going to do no matter what. And it, you're going to be more apt to do it if you do it at the same time every day. And you lean into the discomfort and you just do it. And the more you do it at that same time, the more your brain is just used to it, the stronger you'll get. It's just like a muscle. Uh, you know, the more you do bench press, right? That's the stronger that muscle gets. The more that you work out at the same time every day, your body's accustomed to it and it gets used to it. So I know that's not possible for everybody, but if it's possible for you, uh, that is what the experts recommend is trying to set your exercise and your running up for a schedule that's at the same time each day. Uh, number six, this is a big one if you're trying to add something like strength or uh, stretching to your running, and that would be stacking it with another habit that you already do. So for example, like if you're a new runner and you want to add running, like you want to stack that or something already did. So maybe you'll have coffee in the morning, so you have your coffee, and then you go out for your three-mile run. Like you're stacking it on top of something your body's already used to, so you're building that ritual and ritual. If you're going to add like the exercise or the stretching into it, like what are you going to stack that with? So maybe you like to listen to music, you know, after work, whatever, like then stack it with that so that when you turn the music on, you're like, oh, and then it's time that I'm going to do these three stretches for my posture, whatever it might be. But if you stack what your uh, new habit with an old one, you're going to be more apt to be disciplined and do it. Uh, number seven is to give a backup to yourself. Uh, and this sounds kind of counterintuitive, but it does work. So, you know, if you're out for a run and you're feeling a little bit, you know, tired and maybe not as disciplined as you would like, you know, set tiny things like I'm going to run to the next stoplight or to the next light post, or I'm going to do run for a minute, walk for a minute, uh, and give yourself a backup from the running, uh, so that you have just a backup plan. And again, you don't fall into that pit of I'm not disciplined and you've got the backup where you can feel like, okay, I've got a backup plan. Maybe didn't go quite as what I was expecting, but I'm going to do this instead. And this workout was still a success. Uh, And then number eight is really simple. 
And that's just, it's what you do. So it's coming back to not saying that I just don't have the discipline to do that. And I hear people say that I've said it about certain things, you know, maybe it's not running because I don't, I do have the discipline to do that, but it's certainly other things. I don't have the discipline to do X, Y, Z. And we just need to take that out of our vocabulary. We need to be aware of what's standing in our way to be disciplined and then remove that. So Again, just a quick summary. We really, really want to design the environment that we're in, remove any triggers that are preventing us from being uh, able to get the things done, get our run done, get our workout done if it's cross training, get your strength training done. Uh, you know, eating somewhat, right? You know, shoot for 80% of a really healthy diet. So, you know, toss out the junk food, toss out the alcohol, or just have minimal amounts in the house. Um, you know, delete anything that's from your schedule. I said delete social media from your phone. That might be a little excessive for some of you. Um, sign out from Netflix if you have to, but just like remove the triggers. And then the other important ones, don't let feelings or impulses dictate your choices to exercise. And remember though, to, that having those desires and those like the, the, uh, you know, the feeling that you don't want to do it doesn't mean that you're not a bad person. It doesn't mean you're not a runner. You are. You're awesome. You rock. And I, as always, appreciate you listening to this podcast. This one was a short one, but it was just after I heard a, you know, a quick thing about discipline versus motivation, I thought I'd hop on here and give a couple of reasons that uh, discipline is so much more important than motivation for us runners after the age of 40. Thanks for listening to the Running After Age 40 podcast. If you like the show, please be sure to rate and give us a like in iTunes. Also check out our website, www.runningwithgrit.com for all things related to running over the age of 40. We have a special gift guide up for the holidays on the site designed to share stocking stuffer ideas and gifts for runners at pretty much every price. Thanks for listening.